Hey guys, welcome to this week's Money and Investing Show. Deja vu, we are starting the year again with goal setting and more importantly, talking about some of the learning points from what 2020 had on offer. Plenty of great content in here, including an action plan and a great opportunity for you to set yourself up for the year that you deserve. See you in the show. Hey guys, welcome along to this week's Money and Investing Show with me, your host, Andrew Baxter, and as always, my faithful companion and offsider, Mr. Mitchell Laurentiel. Thanks for having me on the show, Mr. B. Episode 1, Season 2. Here we are, deja vu to start the year off. What a cracking time. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It was a year ago we were doing our first podcast in this series, Money and Investing, 52 shows last year, and we're back on the ground. Happy New Year to everybody joining us on here. Hope you had a good break yourself. You look like you were reasonably healthy. That work you did put me through on the on the farm really hurt me. I got yeah. sore wrists, sore arms. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's uh, non-gym muscles, mate. They're very, very different. <laughs> and, uh, they require a different skill set. But hey, here we go again. As you say, deja vu is actually probably not a bad place to start because yeah, one of the great things, and we talked about this the other day out there, uh, was yeah, the wonderful thing about the start of the year, it's almost like sort of being reborn, a born again year to start again and redefine your future. And you know, we're obsessive about goal setting and that's why we achieve the level of success that we do. Uh, and it's very, very important uh, for people when they're starting the year to recalibrate. And, and the traditional way, and look, I was at a New Year's Eve party and everyone's talking about their New Year's resolutions and you're smiling and happy for them in the back of your mind based on our experience and expertise, we know that yeah, most of those, 85, 90% of those New Year's resolutions are not even gonna make it past Australia. Though. You know what I'd like to actually understand is if we go back and we said that exact same quote in our first podcast, mm. and how many of our clients' New Year's resolutions actually sustained through the mm. ones who listened to that podcast? Because we spoke about intention, we spoke about excuses. Mm. That's right, I think you've gotta have a more scientific uh, approach to getting what you want out of life. Uh, than just hoping for it. And sure. oh, my news resolution is, yeah, you know, I want to get fit, I want to run a marathon, I want to make a million dollars, I want to be debt free, I want to retire, you know, I want to buy a car, whatever it might be. Um, that's nice to set that up as a, a possible goal. But in order to achieve that, there are so many different uh, mechanisms that need to kick in. And, and the whole thing at this time of year is great. It's a clean deck, it's a year ahead. And look, let's face it, 2020, Brutal. <laughs> for, for, for most people was, well, for everybody it was an interesting year sure. and it's a very divisive year. Some people enjoyed tremendous success, others didn't. Uh, and I think one of the threads that probably separate those uh, is that ability to have a very, very clear game plan as to what they want, but have the flexibility, which again, and, and, and look, we're not gonna go through last year's podcast. No. I'd really highly recommend anyone listening to this to go back and look at podcast one or episode season one or season one because yeah. we lay out a very, very specific structure for setting goals um, and, and in order to achieve them. And, and, and for a lot of people, you know, they might have started the year with an intention, but their approach needs to be flexible. You always have a resolute goal, but very great flexibility in terms of how you're going to go about doing that because the situational context of what the year's got to offer uh, changes massively and you need to be flexible in the approach you take. And, and people that have achieved success through 2020, and if I look at where we started the year and where our clients were at, and if I look at our entire team in this business, because this philosophy that we use is something that we don't just talk about, it's something we do, and it's something that we drive through the DNA of our organization. If I look at every member of our team, they had a record year last year. Sure. Um, not just in terms of the specifics of um, their role, but also what they've achieved outside personally too. And there's a reason why there's a 100% success rate because we're using a process sure. that works. 
You know, it's also interesting to note is that we started the year with, you know, quite a small team. Mm. And then despite the challenges that were presented, we've grown by nearly 300%. So not only have we succeeded, we've also grown while most businesses are laying off staff, we're putting more on. Look, I'm very proud of the people that we've put in the business this year because we've got the right people in the right seats on the bus, which is which is terrific. But seeing that growth, it hasn't happened by accident yet. On the other side of the coin, you know, a lot of people moping around and look, if you've been in business and your business has, has folded and a lot of people have had that experience, um, that's very difficult to contend with being in that environment. And, and maybe it wasn't specifically because of your plan. It might have been the industry that you're in. You know, if you've been in tourism, for example, sure. I had dinner with a very good mate of mine a couple of nights ago um, who's in the restaurant game. Um, you know, he's got 15, 16 restaurants we did at the start of the year and he's whittled that down considerably, but he's got a great business model still. So it's been very, very difficult in certain sectors. And I think we'd be both arrogant and insensitive if you just said, well, it's just because of your planning. It's not that there's a situation. Absolutely. However, for a lot of people, their approach hasn't been sufficiently flexible and the fire in the belly to get it done hasn't been strong enough. And we always talk about goals, you've got to have a very, very, very strong reason why. And that needs to be something that's incredibly emotionally woven through you as a person to the point where if, you, if you're not moving towards that goal, you're moving further away from it. It's the a all must. in, the all out, Absolutely. skin in the game. It has to be a must. It has to be a must. If it's a like or a should, like a new car, it's not going to happen. If you must have it, you'll make it happen. Gotcha. And uh, so, you know, that process that we use again, you know, podcast one, series one last year, we'll go through that uh, in specific detail is key. And last year, through every kind of variable you could possibly want to have, personally, socially, society wise, business wise, legislation wise, health wise, travel wise, everything. You know, as an organization, I remember you know, at the start of March, we had to put the red line through 85 booked events that we had in their schedule. And all of a sudden you think, well, how does your business and your operation, how do you, how do you serve your clients when you can't have them all in a ballroom and teach them face to face or bring them to our center of excellence and teach them face to face? How do we, how do we service these people at a time that's never been more important to provide that level of support and guiding hand? And, through what is a crisis. And so we've developed other ways of doing that and, and, and the results and the response from the clients have been off the charts. If you think about it, the market sold off nearly somewhat 40% through that COVID period. Mm. And without having that contact with our clients, it becomes awfully difficult to be able to steward them through that yeah. until came the birth of the virtual landscape, stocks like Zoom <laughs> and shot up, you know, as they should. Zoom, Zoom, right? Because that's where the new environment was. And we're very lucky that we're in a position where we were able to give that advice, albeit not having to travel anywhere to do so, which was great. Hmm. That's been a, a huge thing, and that reach has just taken us back to global, which is where we want to be. Um, I also think uh, you know the unambiguous uh, signal screen that we use. We're in and out of the market. We had our clients out of the market. Uh, we had them back in on March the twenty fourth. You know the timing wasn't by accident. There's a methodology behind that. Uh, and yeah, you know, when you hear of people, when I had something on Facebook the other day going, oh, you know, my industry super is back to you know, on break even for the year. What's the problem? It's like, I can't believe you've been conditioned to accept break even when I look at our Trader of the Year nominations and we've got people that are banked 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100% and beyond for the year. Not by accident, but by having a very, very flexible plan in there. So you know, for anyone starting the year out, what are your intentions? Why are they there? What do you actually want and why? And we've sort of talked about this uh, and we'll talk more about it, I think, as we get into one of the things that stops people getting what they want, which is that fear. 
We'll talk more about that. That's, that's a separate subject under its own, own cover. We should cover that. Let's do that because let, let's break that out of this. Sure. Um, but that notion, here we are, it's the start of the year, make the most out of it. You're probably not at work. Sit down with a blank sheet of paper and work out what you want and more importantly, why you want it. Why is it important to you? Because that fire in the belly, that burning desire to have it, uh, and to achieve that goal is what is going to give you the fortitude to pick yourself up off the canvas when something comes along and slaps you down. Well, as we know, it's not the goal itself that you are looking to achieve, it's the person that you become along the way. Absolutely. And I know we spoke about this specifically in our first podcast, AB, is that if you've got a goal to, let's say, deadlift 150 kilos mm. in the gym, it's not the number that you should be looking for, it's how many times per week are you training, what are you doing for your recovery, because by default, we'll then achieve that. A lot of people make that mistake, though, of sort of trying to quantify it. Now, true, true. Yeah. how do you actually ensure that your goals are set up correctly because that's kind of the easy way that makes the most sense but then you look at it properly it's not necessarily the case and again with goal setting there's a science and a process behind it and and, and, and success leaves clues i've worked with some great people around the world probably the, the, the most impactful person on my life in terms of this aspect of it is no doubt tony robbins and i've obviously worked with tony a lot over the last 15 years we spoke alongside we just did a virtual event at the back end of last year as a matter of fact in the new cyber world together. wow and, and 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 he's got a very very rigid rigorous and, 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 and uh, robust process for that, which to an extent is, is what we use. The key thing, as you've articulated, it's not the goal. Everyone, when they say, oh, I want this, I want that, the goal is not, that's just the bauble, the dangly carrot to get into the <laughs> thing. It's the, the change you have to make in yourself to be capable of either achieving that, enjoying it, deserving of it, or depending on the nature of your goal, you know, let's say it's to be a better parent, um, you know, it, 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 how do you measure that? It's a very, very hard one to do. And it's that time with your kids and present time, not on the phone or looking over their shoulder watching the TV, but actually present and engagement there. And you've got to be flexible with that. And I see that with my kids, you know, with four small kids, and I've got a different game plan with all four of them because they're at different ages, you know, six, four, uh, two and 11 months, or sorry, 12, just coming Struggling to 12 months. Struggling to keep months, track yeah, here, slow 11, down, buddy. 11 and a half months, <laughs> and I think we're done. Um, and so obviously the relationship with each and every one of them is different, but you've got to be flexible because I noticed particularly with Bella, my two-year-old, you know, the game plan I had two months ago doesn't work with her because she's grown too quickly, or not grown physically, but she's grown up in that time sure. and needs a different form of engagement. And so that's an example where you've got to have that flexibility, nothing to do with trading, that's, this is just life. We've got to have a flexible approach. You can't go, this is what we do every day because you'd be born senseless with it. Plus, that's rigid and boring, right? Mm. You've got to be flexible in your approach to get to the destination you want to get at. Exactly right. So, yeah, you know, the whole purpose of goals is to become the person that's worthy of that, not the thing itself. And again, you've got to reverse engineer that. So if you want to be able to lift 150 kilos, you've got to be someone that does go to the gym, not the person that lives a 1.5 litre bottle of cola where you're sitting on the couch watching Netflix. You've got to go to the gym and do the work. Exactly and right. Then the outcome will come along with all of a sudden you're lifting that and beyond. The other reason for changing goals from a thing is if you achieve that thing, let's say for argument's sake, it's a, a car, a watch, a deadlift, a, a, you know, a holiday, whatever it is. Once you've achieved it, where do you go from there? Well, that's it's the done. empty feeling. Right, and you go, okay, well, what's next? It's hollow. Whereas if you've built a process of behavior and habits, positive habits to get you to that place, they will continue long past that goal when it's in the rear view mirror, 20 kilometers down the road, you've almost forgot Oh, I had this burning desire to have this. You've already got it ages ago and you've moved on to new things because you're growing and stretching yourself. That's the real purpose of goals. And this is the time of the year to do that when there's no distraction. Not at work, you probably have time off, everyone's got a clean slate. 
New Year's come in, fresh hopes and optimism, and this is it. And the big one is money. If money, people go, oh, you guys are about money. This is not about money. Let me, it's a money and investing show. This is not about money. <laughs> You're getting it from the CEO here. It is not about money. It's about that ability to buy your time back, to live your life how you want to live it, doing what you want to do. Time is way more valuable than money. It's the only finite resource that we have, but you do have to buy it back. If you've got income coming in, you can choose to spend your time in different things, maybe not working for somebody if that's not what you want to do, or cutting your hours back, or hiring somebody to help out with some of the mundane stuff so you can spend time on the colorful stuff like your kids, or whatever it may be. So you know, money is the big one for many people and they want to get started, but there's no game plan to get there. And that's what we, that's a meat and potatoes, that that's is. what we do. Look, thanks very much for sharing that. That's certainly great advice and it puts things into perspective. Now what we can cover is what stops people from achieving those and they're either external events like COVID-19, mm. say for example, mm. or excuses. Now just for mm. our viewers to understand this, I think more contextually, mm. there's genuinely reasons why you can't achieve something if something happens, like your business gets shut down. But then there's also excuses on the other side. So throw a curveball at you here at AB. How do you differentiate and how do you sort of separate the two? Well, anyone that's spent any time in our organization knows that we don't do excuses. We don't. Um, and, and I've had clients on coaching calls that have had that tough love lesson fairly quickly. You can make excuses or you can make money. You can't do both. Sure. Um, and there is a subtle distinction between reasons and excuses. Let's be very, very clear on that. There are reasons why something couldn't happen. You know, let's say there was a volcano that exploded in your backyard. How do you control it? Uh, yeah, that's um, it's a far-fetched example, but nonetheless, <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> it's the new year, we're not making it. I think it might still be just a touch hangover. I shouldn't be telling you that as my training buddy. What have you been um, touching down in Byron Bay, sort of getting into anything different? No, just in, indulging in my wine for it. That's not my thing at all, the other stuff, but anyone's into it, good luck to you. Um, so, um, yeah, the, you know, the, the, the reality is there can be reasons that stop you getting something, but an excuse is just the story you're telling yourself as to why you can't have it. And yeah, I'd love to start investing, but, okay, well, let's explore that, but. Um, it's the story, right? It's the strength in numbers where most people aren't doing something. Yeah. So being average like those people yeah. is comfortable. Exactly right. It's easy to be part of the crowd and stand out from it. And there are social norms. You don't want to be an outlier. You want to be part of it. Exactly. Yeah, right. That's why most people aren't successful because they have a, an inhibition to wanting to stand out from the crowd. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I don't know where to start in terms of education. I don't know. I don't have a lot of money to work with. Um, yeah, I don't have time. They're the, the big ones. I don't know who to trust. There's a massive one, and I don't blame you if that's what you're thinking. Because gee, there are some charlatans out there. I mean, you see the bilge and dross that's going through social media. Most of them aren't carrying a license. They don't have a really. It's just a disaster zone for a lot of people. So you got to pick who you work with very carefully. They probably don't even have a license for their rented Lamborghini. <laughs> They've hired it for the day. To put in <laughs> Anyway, parking their uh, their uh, small man syndrome to the side. Um, the reality is that you know not having time is a story. Everyone's got the same amount of time. If you get better at planning your time out, which is you know where we spend our time with our journaling system, for example, it's amazing what you can then park in those hours in the day to get what you want out of it. Everyone can create time if it's important. You know, if it's something that's really important to you, you'll find time. If you're someone that's a TV addict, it doesn't matter how busy you are, you'll find time to flop on the couch and let a couple of hours of the garbage roll over you because that's your thing. Um, if you're a, a, a gym junkie, you will always find time to do that. Always. It doesn't matter how, how the day goes out. So if it's a priority, it will happen. So time is just a story. You know? and, and, and you know, I think that I describe myself as busy and then I look at what my wife has to handle, managing four small children, 
and me for that matter. So one big kid and four small ones and everything that goes alongside that. And the consummate ease that she does it, she's busy with anyone, but she'll find time for the things that are important. So you can make it a priority and you can find the time. Not knowing where to start, the best investment you'll ever make is in yourself and getting educated. And we have a whole portfolio of resources to help people in that space. AustralianInvestmentEducation.com.au on our webpage. On social Australian investment education, click through here, there'll be links somewhere where you can engage with that. So getting started and getting some knowledge is key. People that come, I don't have any money, and you've got to ask yourself, why don't you have any money? And sure, you may not be working or you might have gone through some form of setback, but you also look at people's spending habits. You can have good habits, you can have bad habits. So I had some young lad came up to me, um, it wasn't that young actually, a live event, one of the last live events we did last year, February time. He said, I'd love to just put enough money. And I said, let's have a look at your phone. He's got his phone out and he's got a brand new, I don't know what it was. I mean, iPhone 11 X Max or something like that, 1500 bucks worth. There you go. So it's a top of the range, brand new, super mega flash phone. And, and it's like, but you had the money to do that. And, oh yeah, well, you know, and, and it's, there's a story. You'd rather have the phone than have the hard work that maybe leads to yeah. different priority. Yeah, just a different priority. You know, and you look at where, for example, you know, some of the buy now pay later stocks have really garnered that, where people want stuff now and don't worry about paying for it later. And that's really coming home to roost when you see people that have used them coming into financial difficulty. You know, I always remember my father's advice to me. He said, you know, chances are if you, if you buy something and you use credit to do it, you won't even want the thing by the time you finish paying for it. And it's so true for many, many people. Sure. It's a short-term Instagram, look at the photo of me, gratification next to something that doesn't add up to a hill of beans because that's their identity. And I think when you dig a lot deeper and help people set goals, work out who you are as a person and what's important to you. It's got nothing to do, as you've already mentioned, uh, being part of the, the group. Don't be shy about standing out from the group and walking to a different beat. Most people are broke. If you want to stay broke, stay part of the group. If you want to step out of that and join the ranks of the successful, it's a rare space. And it's because it's hard. Why is it hard? Because you've got to make sacrifices. And the only way you'll make a sacrifice if you're doing it for a reason why, you know what that is. Goals, reason why, action plan, 100% commitment, flexibility, and that's 2021 set up on a silver platter for you. Well, there you go. I'm feeling awfully more motivated already, Amy. Thanks very much for sharing that. Look, we are coming to the end of the broadcast, so there's certainly been an element of motivation in there, but also information because mm. it really is important no matter how motivated you are to achieve something, to actually have the structure and the process in place. Mm. Are there any final words for the broadcast before we cap off? Look, success leaves clues. It's a process, full stop. One of the things that we're actually doing to help our clients and followers and people in our ecosystem we're running something called the Wealth Accelerator Challenge. Exciting. You know, three days with me on this stuff. So we're gonna go deep, we'll give you a personalized action plan. Details for that I think you'll find in a link somewhere around this, somewhere I'll let you guys work out where that needs to be. <laughs> um, I'm sure you'll do it. Um, but uh, that'll be there. Register, come along, take part in that because what I can do is share with you the benefit of some real practical examples on how to set yourself up for the future that you truly deserve. At the end of the day, if you can't be bothered to help yourself, how do you expect things in life to change? That's free, it's the information's there, it's gonna help you register, indulge, come along, do the work, and you might just be surprised if you do get to stand up in the crowd and maybe not have to run that under an hour instead. Well, there we go, that's exciting times, AB. Thanks very much for sharing, certainly looking forward to that myself. I'll no doubt be in that broadcast. Thanks very much. Absolute pleasure, Mitch, anytime. There you have it, guys. Make sure you give us a review and a rating, and we'll look forward to seeing you in next week's show.